So hello and welcome to episode number one of the Lane Yoga podcast. And this is actually a bit of a surreal moment. I'm sat in my bedroom. Um, I'm recording this onto my phone. And it's been something I have been thinking about recording for a while, recording this podcast. And it has been presented to me in, in so many different ways. I've had a few conversations with some friends. So um, thank you to those that have supported me and sort of nudged me in this direction. Um, and do you know what? I just thought, I'm just going to do it and we'll see how it goes. So I might even um, record this and end up deleting it. But I'm here and actually it's a real pleasure to be to be able to to chat to you guys. So this will be just a very quick episode, first of all, just to introduce myself and just to discuss what this platform will look like going forward and what these podcasts will be about. So as, of course, I teach yoga and yoga is something that I really, really love, there'll be quite a bit of sharing, of course, about my yoga experience and, of course, if there's any specific questions on yoga... I'd be absolutely delighted to to go through those with you. And the other things that have supported me along the way. Um, so I do really love different aspects of spiritual practice as well as, as yoga. I do quite a lot of inner reflection work, whether that comes as journaling or meditation. Um, so any of those sort of spiritual things as well, I'll be including into this podcast. And of course, there'll be maybe some lifestyle things as well and any experiences that I think that would be really good to, to share with you guys. So I thought I would jump straight into a topic which I've really been working through on a personal level over probably the last three to four months. So it's the 2nd of October when I'm recording this, 2018. So looking more towards um, the summertime um, I decided to work into more of heart-led work. Um, so this is work where we tune more into our own inner guidance system, into our own inner wisdom, and can be a place of intuition as well. So I felt really called to start to sit with this principle, to sit with this idea of listening in a little more and so heart-led stuff um, maybe arguably could be the opposite of ego um, there is different principles behind it and people have different belief systems around what heart-led work means but for me it was the main things of of guidance of listening to myself and noticing um, exactly where I was coming from when I was approaching conversations, when I'm approaching my yoga teaching, um, all of various different aspects of my life. And I thought I'd just discuss with you maybe three things that could help you to tap into your own intuition, your own inner guidance, and um, anything that can give you practical ways and tools to come into your own heart space. So I did do a workshop on this, um, which was really, really good. And I really enjoyed doing that type of work and this type of teaching. 
Um, because I find not just for myself, but I, I notice that there is a huge sense of empowerment when we can actually do things from a place where we feel very connected to ourselves. And heart led stuff is really about that. It's very much deep connection um, to our to our own being, our soul or whatever word resonates for you. So the first thing, so I'll give you three practical things that can help you to come into heart led work. The first thing, um, so I've written some notes down. The first thing to do is to, to sit, slow down and connect. So if we are in a very frantic, busy lifestyle, it can be a little bit more challenging to connect into your heart space. I'll just be completely honest. If you are running around from one thing to the next, if you're not carving out time for yourself, for me personally, it just wouldn't happen. I wouldn't be able to really connect into that inner space or that inner guidance. So to sit down and slow down. So this could be one minute. So it could be one minute out of your day. I do find doing it fresh first thing in the morning and um, before my day starts just sets me up for the day. But of course, if that doesn't suit you, you could find your own time within your day. And that minute or whether it's five minutes or however long you've got is just that moment just to be completely still you can lie down or you can sit I find because in the morning I'm tired it's easier for me to sit otherwise I'll just fall straight back asleep and to connect to your heart space so there's different ways that you can do that you can do it on a physical level by placing your hands over your upper chest I know people really like that sensation because you can then start to tune into your breath as well that moves underneath your hands. And you can also connect through meditation or visualization of your heart space. So your heart is your place of compassion, kindness, love, and you could even just think about those emotions that arise from thinking about kindness and compassion. So it might be energetically, you just close your eyes and just maybe ask yourself that question of where is my seat of kindness? Where is my home of compassion? For some people actually that their heart isn't into the upper chest. Um, this might be a conversation for another time, but energetically sometimes actually uh, our heart feels way bigger than just the space into the chest. So that might be also something that you want to consider or or even think about. The second tip for connecting into heart space is to explore gratitude and appreciation. So there is so many things that we can start to tap into with the heart, but gratitude and appreciation is one thing that can really change up my mood. So if I'm feeling in a place of lack, if something has happened that's upset me or I feel as if maybe the universe isn't working with me and you're just thinking, you're just feeling a bit rubbish, a great way to just step out of that. So I always acknowledge if I'm feeling rubbish and I try not to escape it necessarily, but I fully acknowledge what's happened and just go, okay, this has happened. Something's triggered me. Something's upset me. But once I have acknowledged that, I then always feel comfortable to step out of it or at least to try. So that's when gratitude can become really, really helpful. 
Again, you can do this in a meditation. You can close your eyes. You can journal. That's also a really, really good tip is you can sit and just write three things that you're just really, really grateful for in that moment. And these can be absolutely anything. Sometimes actually the small, simple things can be the most beautiful like finding simplicity and appreciation for the small things can be really nice. So sometimes it is just the fact that I've been able to lie in for five minutes or have a cup of tea um, and yeah, anything like that at all. Just noting down or thinking about things that you are really, really grateful for. And then the third thing just to be aware of is throughout your day, just observing when you are connecting with people, having conversations, when you're doing anything, noticing where that comes from. Are you speaking? Are you acting from a place of your heart? Or is it more into the space of your head and your ego? So for example, things could be, I've spoken a lot lot about this actually with friends and we sometimes get into a little bit of a routine of just doing things because we should. And it's that word should that always kind of triggers me. Am I doing this because someone thinks I should be doing this or do I really want to do it because it comes from a place where actually I feel really happy to do it? Of course, I'm not to say that you don't, you know, you only, only do everything that you desire you know, we're meant to challenge ourselves, we're meant to do things that obviously make us feel like we're pushing ourselves, but especially in conversations, are we actually speaking from our truth, from our heart, or are we just saying things or doing things because we feel we should? And it's a really interesting observation, and I'm definitely not perfect, and nor should anyone be striving for perfection, because it's that is definitely not what it's about. Heart-led stuff is not about that anyway. But it's just a really interesting observation just to notice where you are coming from. And I mean, without sounding too far-fetched, but where are you vibrating from? Are you vibrating from a place of your heart or are you vibrating from a place of lack, fear, should and could? Um, And just see what unfolds. Maybe you come home and you just journal, actually today this is what happened and I felt I couldn't say this because of that. Or it could be actually, this just gives you an indication of how much you're standing into your own power and how heart-led stuff actually comes really easy to you. So that is my three things. So just to recap, so the first thing is to sit, slow down and connect. The second one is to express and work through gratitude and appreciation. And then the third thing is just to notice throughout your day where you're coming from. Is it heart-led work or is it not? So I'd love to hear if you guys want to take on any of those three things. And of course, maybe it's just one thing that you try out this week. Maybe it's all three. Um, But do get in touch if you've got any questions or any comments. So I'm just going to wrap this up now. And this will, of course, go on to my social media and things like that. But if you don't follow me already, I'm on Instagram. I'm Lena underscore yoga. And my email address is lanayoga at gmail.com. So 
I look forward to the next podcast episode. I haven't got a huge plan of what will come next, but I have so many different ideas. Um, I'm probably going to keep it relatively informal and just sit down and just see what comes out. I find that's just the easiest way for me to talk. So it's not too scripted. Um, so thank you so much for listening. If you've made it into 12 minutes, <laughs> thank you so, so much. And I'll speak to you soon.